0: We're all rock and rollers here. You look like half a butt puppet. You know what it's like to be on the bill and to play for 15 minutes and the only people there to see you are the other bands and their girlfriends. Don't talk to me about rock and roll. I'm out there in the clubs and on the streets and I'm living it. I am rock and roll. I know how he feels Drew. I know how he feels. I'm with you Chaz, you know. We got we're We gotta get this demo of the last row out to whatever podcast execs are out there, so we can be heard. You know. You like, know. Where do we go?
1: We're we're out on the streets, man. We're living it every two yeah. weeks. Every we two are, weeks we are we're podcasting living it.
0: quality comedy movie podcasting,
1: Drew. <laughs> Unless we're the delu- delusional Lone Rangers here,
0: <laughs> it's like where do we go? Do we have to take our super soakers to some studio up in, a, in the Ringer? Is, where, is that where, where we have to go? To get paid for this podcast, Drew?
1: (laughs) We're making negative money here. (laughs) Welcome back. This is episode 90 of The Last Row Podcast. If you're looking for our website, thelastrowpodcast.com. On Twitter, at thelastrowpod. Facebook.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podchaser. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a five-star review. Maybe we'll get signed on uh, WXXO, whatever the... (laughs) Chase podcast pod. radio People, station chase
0: is? chase our pods please please
1: we're still pods. here you said it man every two weeks we're still here we're quality we're
0: content <laughs> pumping out up. drew we're better than the ringer we're better actually we're not better than the ringer we would very, know, much know, love to be, we very much argues. love to be we would very much love to be signed by the yeah. or or any podcast <laughs> that has a group a group of podcasting that yeah. will give us five dollars for this podcast be great <laughs> airheads drew 1994 the genre comedy Crime, music. It's a crime is, drama. Is, is, it a is, is it a musical? Is it a musical?
1: Is well, how do you define a musical? Is it? Does it have to be like more no. than fifty? Is it fifty-one percent singing, or is it?
0: Nah, it's it's like twelve percent singing.
1: So if you have twelve percent singing, it makes it a musical, or it's no, not no, no, a musical it it, because it's it's, 12%. it's a music movie. It's not a it's not right. music, music, music movie. I'll go with you on yeah. that.
0: And if it's not a crime drama, it's a crime comedy. A
1: crime crime A
0: crime a comedy. Crime-ity. Uh, it's a it's crimey. directed by well, now. Now we're definitely not getting paid for this podcast. Yeah, a, that. Directed amateurs. by Michael Lehman, who has no claim to fame. Who of the Lehman Brothers? The, the Lehman Brothers drew
1: no claim Seems to like fame.
0: But the writer of this movie drew that I forgot his name. I think his name is Richie Wilkes. Richie, Richie Wilkes. Wilkes. He wrote and directed. No, he just wrote Triple X. And that's All right. it. All right. So really, this movie is made by people who really. Aren't like not anything anymore?
1: You—they're <laughs> kind of like the Lone Rangers. <laughs> they're
0: kind of like, Little Little kinda like us. No, like, no, 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 no. Well, I mean, the director, the director. So if you look at the director's IMDb, he directed a thousand uh, different episodes of different TV shows. Dude, so he's got a lives. he's got a career, but like, come on, come on, come on. he's he's like us with our podcast. Yeah, yeah, but slightly more successful than us. Just a little. Just a little. Just a little. IMDB 6.1 out of 10. That's about right. That's about right. Maybe maybe it's about right. It's about right. Rotten Tomato 23%. Too low. That's way too low. Metacritic, 46%. It's about right. That's about right. Maybe maybe slightly low. I like this movie. Maybe slightly too low. I'm a fan. Three band members, hoping for a big break, headed to a radio station to play their demo tape and wind up holding everyone hostage with plastic guns. When the head DJ refuses to play them.
1: But he didn't Rated refuse R. to play them. He, he, he did play them, or he tried
0: to. to He's try. pretty cool about it. He's pretty cool about it.
1: I thought he handled it pretty good for the yeah. most part. And cool customer. In the face of danger. I also feel like, and we'll get into this later, but they could have used a fourth member. I have some hashtag, thoughts. Hashtag, we'll get to that later. I have some thoughts. Taglines. Some of these are pretty bad. Yeah, well. <laughs> the music... The legend, the hostage situation.
0: Nah, eh, five out of ten.
1: I could see that on a, on a poster.
0: Nah, eh, five out of ten.
1: The, the music made them do it. That's pretty
0: good. Nah, eh, it's not that. All out.
1: They were a rock and roll band that couldn't get arrested. That was before they took an entire radio station hostage. Wait it's too, too much. Long.
0: It's too much. It's like too what is long. this? The trailer or is this the tagline? What it's is literally
1: this? two sentences. Too Let's much. Get out of here. Right? Get out of here. A comedy with attitude.
0: No, generic. Get out of here.
1: Kirk Cuddy would would just piss on that one attitude. <laughs> attitude. Get ready to laugh, rock and roll. <laughs> nah, that's pretty just, clever.
0: Nah, that's pretty stupid.
1: This is my favorite one. The amps are on, but nobody's home.
0: Ah, because they're airheads. I like that one. Uh, okay,
1: that's a good one. Wait, Overall, wait, hit wait, or miss.
0: I just like total like you know light bulb moment. Airheads. Yeah, it's like they're on the air. Like <laughs> I didn't get it for. <laughs> Thirty years, I didn't get it, and now wow. just now I got it.
1: I think you just made me get it too. I like it. It was years play, later, it's a
0: play on words, I just thought they were like Dimwits. Oh my God, Airheads! They're Jesus Christ. No.
1: Hey man, this is right. We should name this podcast Airheads. We renamed this is, the last podcast. This is why,
0: This is why we don't get paid. Exactly. This is why.
1: <laughs> Speaking of money. Speaking of paid. Financials.
0: That's why we get should get paid. Drew the segue was perfect.
1: <laughs> that's why we should get paid. <laughs> Write me a check here. Call up, uh, what's his name? Jimmy, Jimmy Wing? <laughs> Jimmy Wing. Who's the Jimmy Wing of podcasting? That's what I, I want to know. Must have a large ass suit. Spe- speaking of financials, budget, 11.2 million. What did they spend this on? Songs? Licensing? It had to be, it had no. to be the the soundtrack because they had no. White Zombie in here. Not Rob Zombie, but White Zombie featuring Rob Zombie. White
0: Zombie. Before Rob Zombie existed, there yeah. was White Zombie.
1: The person Rob Zombie, not the band Rob Zombie. <laughs> Cumulative worldwide gross, $5.75 million.
0: I think they Swap. actually, uh, they made more than I thought they'd make.
1: The, I, I mean, but this kind of movie, I don't know, it's the 90s. I mean, I guess it was Sandler in 94 is like sort of when he's getting super famous. Eh. When was Billy Madison, 95? Yeah, 93?
0: so Sandler, this is Sandler's first like major movie. Yeah. He made that other movie, uh, was it called like Going Overboard or something yeah. with Billy Bob? And it was like Billy Bob's first real movie too, kind of. Yeah. And it was like people pretend it doesn't exist, like it never happened, because it's allegedly so bad. I've never seen it.
1: I never saw it. I know but what this you're talking is, about.
0: This is like this is like Adam Sandler's first movie, and like he kind of has a backseat role. He's like, kind of like the third lead, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, he, he was popular at the time, and I think even he was on Peter- SNL. Yeah, right. And the Peter Travers review like even referenced him as as yeah. the uh, the masked guy from whatever the skit was where he did like the uh, Opera Man, Opera, Opera, Opera Man, Man, right? Yeah, yeah. The Opera no, but Man like
0: scan. he's he's get like I think this movie made people realize oh shit this guy he's pretty this good guy, this guy has something yeah
1: yeah even though he was probably in it not the least but he was the quietest of them all yeah. like this he was, was clearly definitely... you
0: know he's no Bishammi and he's no Brennan Fraser was like hotter than hot back then yeah.
1: so- yeah. And this is when Brendan Fraser's career was taken off because yeah. he was popular. I mean, we didn't see No Man. Go back and and watch that one. Um, mm. We we did that. But this sort of leads me into the first topic that we have is is really the 90s. Just in general, we talk about the 90s a lot on this show. We were born in the 80s. You know, it's sort of where we grew up. It's our decade. It. So deal with it. Yeah, exactly. As my sunglasses come down, <laughs> but I'm I'm not going to talk about the 90s in general here. But I I, I noticed a lot of things that stood out to me. And I'm going to ask you, oh, did yeah. you have any of these things? Oh
0: yeah.
1: So Steve Buscemi's character works at a toy store. He works at Toys R Us, I think it was, which is 90s in itself, right? Yeah. Uh, but oh, yeah. they had a bunch of different things that I noticed. It was like memorabilia. Stretch Armstrong really stood out to me. Did you have a Stretch Armstrong?
0: No, I never did. And I always kind of wanted one. I don't know. I, had, I don't know why I never had one. I don't think I ever specifically asked for it.
1: I had a miniature version of it, but I had a different one. There was, like, a, a villain version of, of Stretch Armstrong, and yeah. it was this red guy, and he had, like, this vacuum thing where he um, got, like, super muscular. I it, remember. I remember, was red. remember yeah, I, I remember the toy. Do remember that? Yeah, I
0: remember the toy. It didn't have it, but I know I don't of it.
1: remember what it was called, but he was, like, the villain of it or yeah. something. And I had that. What about the the Crash crash Dummies or Crash Test Dummies? Love Not myself. Cra-
0: no, I... I, I rented the video game on Super Nintendo yeah. at From Lenko. I, I did that.
1: Like why did that become a thing? Like why <laughs> was Crash Dummy like Crash Chest Dummies a thing? Yeah. Like I don't get it. Like was it a toy first or was it a show first? Uh, it was a commercial a toy. For, it was a
0: commercial first. It was but a I mean, legit like, PSA commercial.
1: Yeah, but why did that become like a cartoon? I don't really get it.
0: I don't know, man. Any successful mascot eventually becomes a toy. Uh, it's true. So. It's true. There's money to be made. Do you think there's like flow toys? Flow They're- like and and, Ge- and Geico Gecko toys? Yeah. And the yeah. at person? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: maybe there's toys of yeah. like that. I don't know. Uh, what about the lady playing Game Gear the whole time? The, there was in Surf Ninjas, too. It was like another big 90s She must make that, a like, lot of
0: money because if you're going to be playing Game Gear like that out without the plug, yeah. you're going to be going through those AA batteries like crazy. <laughs> So. I
1: have a Sega Nomad sitting on the shelf right yeah. over here with, with Skitchen plugged into it right now. <laughs> I have a Game Gear in my in my closet, but mm-hmm. I don't I don't have any of the games right now. I can't yeah. I can't find where they have in my closet somewhere. But did it, you have
0: a Game Gear? It's a little on secret. The Game Gear secretly sucks. Yeah, it wasn't it was very good. Wasn't very good, was it?
1: No, it had the no. two buttons, just like the Game Boy. Yeah.
0: But it was like Game Boy. I felt
1: like they made games for the Game Boy. Yeah. What they did with Game Gear was they took a Sega game and like watered it, Genesis game, and like yeah. watered it down oh, yeah. and put it onto Game Gear. Yeah,
0: they made it terrible. They tried yeah. to like pass it off. Like you tried to play Sonic on a Game Gear. It's like he moved too fast for the screen. Yes. So you couldn't control him. And,
1: and, like, and like Mortal Kombat too, you had two buttons. So how are you yeah. gonna, you just have punching You kick? couldn't
0: do the moves. You couldn't do the moves. Yeah, and, I, and I
1: had these games, by the yeah. way.
0: <laughs> and then you had to, you had to, if you were, you had to play it Sitting by a plug, yeah. a, a socket, and play it plugged in because you can't, a kid cannot survive playing that game. It took six double A's. Yeah. And it it, it sucked the energy like nothing. It chewed through them. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, had yeah. the TV tuner for that thing too. By the way, I,
1: I was like, <laughs> "What am I doing with that?" Like, you're,
0: a, you're a Sega fanboy. I had no idea. I, <laughs> no, didn't, know ba- I didn't know you back then.
1: It's because I didn't have a TV in my room at the uh, time, and like my uh, my aunt, who's sort of like my grandmother, she would like buy me stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? It was like she'd spoil us, me and my brother, mm-hmm. and sure. we would get like cool stuff, and we'd go to the mall, and it's like, "What do you want?" And I remember, I think I went to. At the time, it was Electronics Boutique. Electronics Boutique. And yes. it was it was a used version of this thing, so it was cheap, and I got yeah. it, and I was like, this is the coolest thing, and it's like, you couldn't, it's like broadcast TV, you get couldn't nothing. get anything on yeah. it, it was fuzzy.
0: Yeah, I had I had a standalone uh, portable TV, and it never Did you? worked. Never yeah, it's worked. like, it never worked. You got worked. nothing, you got nothing. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So, so other 90s stuff in here, Beavis and Butthead called into the radio. You
0: yeah, I thought it was kind of like, it was kind of cringe, like. Looking back, like at the very time, cringe. it's kind of like doing like the South Park thing, like the Cartman voice. Yes. You know, in the early 2000s, um, right when South Park started being hot, it's the same type of deal where it's like, oh, we have to throw this in. Yeah. At least they fit within the genre of the, of the movie.
1: Yeah, that's true. Kurt, Kurt Loder from MTV was, was doing a special report.
0: Oh yeah, Kurt Loder. super nineties. But where was Gideon Diego, Drew?
1: Yeah, but that's a that's <laughs> a really good question. <laughs> it's a really good a, question.
0: Who was the guy with the hat? Who was the guy? Oh damn, Sway, Caduce? Sway, Sway.
1: <laughs> but maybe that that was later, right? And Sway. Caduce. Yeah, Caduce.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was he was after Kurt Loader. Or Kurt Loder never really left.
1: No, no. Yeah. What about uh David Arquette? I think this movie could have used more David Arquette for me
0: uh i could use less david arquette really i thought he was too much david David arquette i like
1: david arquette give me me i only
0: like david arquette in one movie and it's the freaking wrestling movie ready to rumble ready to rumble oh oh, man it's the only movie i like him in yeah
1: we had so many people everyone that wrote in to us about that we heard you i have it on the list well we got to do that one soon a lot of people asked us to do that one we got to do that one he
0: annoys the shit out of me i don't know do you think so really yeah yeah. I like him. Overall, he does. Well, we were
1: talking about doing Scream, maybe, for yeah. Halloween coming up, so maybe we'd have yeah, we, to do we, that we, we might see him. We might David see him Arquette. in a couple of weeks. <laughs> a couple <Yeah>. weeks. Uh, <laughs> we might see him. <laughs> You're going to see, maybe you want less David Arquette in that I don't too. know, maybe he'll
0: convert me. Maybe I'll be <laughs> maybe. you know what, not so bad. Maybe I'll like, yeah, who knows?
1: <laughs> what about White Zombie too? We mentioned it earlier in the movie, yeah. but the White Zombie's yeah. in the, in the, yeah, they'll the they'll club. Yeah, he will
0: play a concert in the club, Yep.
1: Do you like White Zombie? What kind of music, does that music do it for you?
0: No, I mean, I, I mean uh, they're, you know, call them, what do you call them? Groove metal? Stoner metal,
1: stoner metal, industrial, industrial
0: metal. metal, not competitive yeah. sheet metal. I'm not saying I'm a White Zombie or a Rob Zombie fan, but I respect I respect his hits. Put it that way. I like the hits, you know. And
1: it, white Zombie came before Rob Zombie, right? Even the, yes. I'm talking about Rob Zombie the band, yes. not the person,
0: not the person, not the director. Yeah, the yeah. <laughs> White Zombie, I believe, disbanded in the late '90s, and, and it became he morphed Rob the zombie. band into Rob Zombie.
1: Oh, well, that's interesting.
0: And I'm not sure, like, can you really tell that like the two? Bands apart, I don't I know. Don't, are they, are they they sound the same. I, I'm I, sorry, no you're
1: going to get blasted for saying yeah. that, but I don't yeah. I don't know enough about the zombies
0: and yeah. <laughs> JJ. If you're listening, please tell me. You know, if There's yeah. a difference between White Zombie and Rob Zombie, really, because I don't think there is. But yeah, I could they, be I could be way off on that.
1: I, I need JJ to tell us because yeah. I'm definitely not going to know. <laughs> so speaking yeah. of bands, right? Another yeah. another million dollar transition here. The Lone Ranger's bad way. This movie is about. A group of guys, as you mentioned in the beginning, trying to get signed to a record deal. The band is called the Lone Rangers. What kind of music do these guys even really make? Like, we
0: barely hear it. We hear yeah. one song. Five minutes of one song, really, for most of the movie. I don't know, man. Like, so I forget what they, and yeah, this is why we don't make money on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I forget. Cancel our deal. They, like, they, uh, they danced around their genre of rock. Um, the word sludge was thrown thrown around, yeah, <laughs> but,
1: facetiously, I think. Yeah,
0: but. yeah, yeah. But I don't know. It's kind of like a cross between punk and like standard rock, and like I don't know. Dare I say it, Drew? To me, it sounds a little bit like butt rock, but maybe not. Would you give Would you give it more credit than butt rock or no? I see. It's hard to to
1: describe because you know butt rock now has has taken on its own yeah. own meaning because. We need to talk about the radio later, just in general. But at that time, like that was the only way you could hear music, I guess, unless you're going to some underground show buying a cassette tape or something. Yeah. So maybe it's butt rock. It's it seemed more like this weird blend of like heavy now, if I if I watch like the punk rock NBA, he would know exactly what genre this is oh, yeah. because he's got like a very specific like <laughs> yeah. Finn would, would be, know. Finn would know. Finn would be naming all these random yeah. like bands that would fit within yeah. the specific genre because the guy just knows everything about music. Yeah. But with with this band, it's sort of like a punk slash metal slash rock. If I had to yeah.
0: describe it, it's funny because like I want to compare them to like like the Offspring comes to mind for me. But it's Baby. not that's not that it's not fully there, you know? Yeah. And then like Green Day. But like that's not really it either. But like they're certainly not grunge because they're anti-grunge in the movie. So it's certainly not a Stone Temple Pilots Soundgarden type thing, which I actually believe they sound more like them than they do Offspring. What if we
1: called them – what if we said they were mostly compared to the Reagan youth, who was the band, who is the band that literally <laughs> wrote the song? That's that they, what
0: fit, that's what Finn would bring up. Yeah. But, uh but no, I don't know. Like maybe live or collective soul.
1: I, I guess it could be that. I yeah. don't know. It it could be. But it one. Be.
0: But one could call live butt rock if they if if one so chose. And
1: now now you definitely yeah. could, and yeah. definitely collective soul. Now you could. It's, I guess it would yeah. be alternative rock back then. It's, yeah. It is. I mean, what would you think these guys are actually good? Like, do you think they're any good?
0: I I, I have I have a critique of the song. We only hear one song, and I liked it. I feel like Chaz is saying, has, you know, they could get a better singer. They they could use a front man. To be so honest, they need
1: they need somebody else. They need they need Paulie Shore in this movie.
0: <laughs> That's what <laughs> they need. <laughs> you, I don't want to jump you ahead, seen, but... you haven't seen a man on the brain, man.
1: No, they they do because it's 1994. Uh-huh. They got you got all these guys. They're all sort of associated with each other to me. Paulie
0: could this have He's missing Paulie Shore. I'm not saying he so, should be the lead singer, but. One, would he, have, would he have stepped on Brendan Fraser's toes Probably. as far as, like, you know, main billing in this movie?
1: I think he pro- he might have stepped on his toes, to your point. He might have. Because yeah. you, he needed you. Brendan Fraser as the top billing, and him yeah. and Buscemi had, like, a, a good rapport. And maybe with Sandler being timid in the background, it, it mm-hmm. just kind of worked. If Maybe if you add Polly into the mix, it wouldn't have worked. But I, I still would, like the idea of him being in this movie.
0: Yeah. Cause like, I, I don't know. I feel like the vocalist in the song, uh, degenerated was kind of lacking, but maybe that's just the style of vocals that I wasn't, that I'm not a fan of, but I, I liked the instrumentals. I certainly yeah, did.
1: The, the music actually was, was, seemed pretty good.
0: I feel like Paulie could have definitely improved the vocals. I don't know,
1: but what would he, he have played? Would he have, would he have been the singer? Oh, he definitely would a
0: singer, singer with no instrument for yeah. sure. Frontman, a, a, a very the... David, David Lee Roth kind of thing. Yeah. He, yeah. he, he would. I, I I got it though. I, I you want to rewrite this movie? I'll rewrite this movie for you right now. All right, go ahead. Yeah, Paulie Shore is in the first twenty minutes of this movie. Right, he is the fourth member of the band. <laughs> they they get to the radio station. Once the gun comes out, he's out.
1: Like he's he quits when Bashemi pulls him.
0: the fake gun on the DJ. He just he runs out of the station and he quits the band. It got too real. Yeah, it got too real for him.
1: He's not that into it. So
0: that's how he doesn't overstep the top billing of Brendan Fraser, but you have yourself a little bit of Pauly Shore.
1: Yeah, you, you get him into the movie, you rope people yeah. in, but would people be offended that he left after 20 minutes? It's like, I came for this movie for Pauly Shore here. <laughs>
0: but it's like it's like executive decision when you go in for Steven Seagal and you realize that he died in the first <laughs> 10 minutes of the movie. It's the same deal.
1: What do the you? Movie. How do you think these guys even met? Because we don't get, I mean, uh, give me your speculation here because – you know, is this a hired gun kind of thing? Like, yeah. so Rex and Pip are brothers, right?
0: Yes. So they're the bassist and the drummer, and uh, they're brothers. And uh, Chaz, living with his girlfriend at the time, uh, lead singer and guitarist, and seems like the leader of the band. So you want to you want to know what I think of this dynamic? I feel like Chaz Brendan Fraser has been in multiple bands. Mm-hmm. Do do you agree? Do you oh, get this yeah. vibe? He does, and he's kind of like. Uh, I don't know. He's he's very opinionated and he's controlling, and I feel like he's got himself kicked out of mini bands. Or oh yeah, bands, I think he I
1: found the perfect dudes to to back him up here because they sort of just are easygoing and they don't yeah. really care.
0: Yes, you
1: know they're kind of airheads, if you will.
0: I feel like Chaz is definitely the loser of the group. As if, if the other two are lackeys, he's like the you know the hopeless loser. So
1: do you think they've been playing together a long time or do you think this is a recently formed band after he broke out Broke out know, with man. whatever other bands oh, he was I in? I want to
0: say maybe, maybe they've been together a year, maybe a year plus.
1: So it's not that long. I don't think so. Did they play any live shows ever? Because it didn't seem like it. <laughs> that didn't seem <sound> like it. <laughs> it seemed like they just did this demo tape and that's oh, about man. it.
0: Compared to our opening uh, soundbite, there, I mean, he's he is rock and roll. He's been to the clubs. He's been at the shows, Drew.
1: I mean, he's he's at the clubs listening to bands. Yeah. Like he was there. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was that other band that that they got signed after, after Sons of Thunder? They Sons sucked. of Thunder. They had like a tiki man on their chest.
0: <laughs> like what was that? <laughs> that that's it. That band sucked, man. Let me tell you. No, you're right. He was just listening. It's not like he was opening for Sons of Thunder.
1: Yeah. So yeah. so he talks about you know you're opening for this thing. They never even showed him playing a show. And, and I don't want to put the kibosh on his plan here, but at the same time, like, what the heck was he thinking? Like, shouldn't they just be playing clubs and then maybe the promoters and the Asians come out and that's how you get seen?
0: He needs to be playing in front of five people. Maybe, maybe he thinks they're too good. Maybe he's, maybe he's turning down shows. He could be. Yeah. He could be. He feels like he's above, but he's really not.
1: He should be playing basements and like people's houses, you know, the basement house show and all that kind of stuff.
0: Literal garages, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, fun fact. Did you know this? Apparently, according to IMDb, so it's got to be true. Sure. Of course, right? It's all factual. Sure. 100%. Apparently, this Chaz was originally going to be John Cusack. Oh, my God. You think that would have been better or worse? How
0: old is John Cusack at At time? that
1: time, I don't remember, because when was High Fidelity? Like, that was around this time, right? Nah, Mid 90s roughly, yeah. But he looked kind of, I mean, he wasn't old in that, but he wasn't young. Like, John I think Cusack, Brendan Fisher was great.
0: John Cusack always looked 30 to me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> thirty so, plus.
0: You know, pulling off a twenty-year-old. Would he I have mean,
1: the long hair? Is the question.
0: Well, I mean, well, I mean, really, Steve Buscemi looked forty in this movie. So, yeah. Really cares. <laughs> but it, but it works. It yeah. works for the yeah. character. Like yeah. you
1: need. I don't know. Brendan Fraser is underrated, man. I, I think. I know we're in the Renaissance or whatever they call it right now, but I <laughs> I have always been a fan of him, and oh, yeah. especially during this time period, he was great. Sure. And he's perfectly cast in this movie. I feel.
0: That's real hair. Can't be. Oh, right?
1: I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Unless he, unless he kept it from the casino man, there. I don't know. Lincoln is Chomofsky.
0: Was that his real hair in Zeno Man?
1: No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a wig. It's gotta be. <laughs> oh
0: man! Yeah, we're de- we're definitely not getting paid for this podcast.
1: It might be. It might be real. Yeah. I don't know. Not this we episode, at least. Not this Yeah, this, this is our worst here. So yeah. <laughs> sometimes we say best one yet. Yeah, worst yeah. one yet. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think he did? What do you think he did before the band? Chaz, not Brendan Fraser.
0: This this is the man. This is a man who has never held a job in his life. Drew, do you think he was ripping movie tickets? Do you think he was sweeping up the aisles?
1: No, no. hell no. no. He wasn't even fixing printers like Marky Wal- no. Mark Wahlberg in, in Rockstar. He,
0: he he could get a gig at the toy store with with Rex. Didn't ask for it. He could, he could be cleaning some pools with Pip. He's Not asking for it.
1: He made fun of them for their jobs. Yes,
0: yeah. yeah. So the but hey, and again, maybe he's right though. Maybe that's why they're not signed yet. So because his not whole thing, all in. maybe got to go all in.
1: So his whole thing is that he's living with his girlfriend, and that's his job, like trying to get his band signed. And like that, look, I don't want to call the guy a loser because I don't think that he is, because I think he does yeah. have talent, as the movie, you know, promotes itself. But yeah. it's loser mentality to yeah. say that. Like she's going to work. I don't know what she was doing. I think you said it might have been some type of office job. Yeah, she's a receptionist or and, uh, yeah, office clerk, like a clerk like or, yeah. or some type of legal thing or something, yeah. right? She comes back. She's talking about you know her hard day at work, and he's like, "Oh, I I met sucks, with a record babe. producer, sucks, babe." And it's like he's out there trying to do whatever, mooching off of his girlfriend. Like, how long has this been going on? And you know, would she really put up with this? Like, yeah.
0: this this is the first main question I wanted to ask you is that. She's kind of portrayed as, like, a, kind of a psycho girlfriend or flying off the handle. Yeah. Kicks him out pretty promptly. We meet her. She gets mad easily and kicks him out. But you got to think from her point of view, it's like, how long has this guy been mooching, right? Too long. Yeah. Too long. I, and it depends on how long they've been dating. But, like, is she justified in, like... Yes. or Or should she... Does she really believe in him as a musician? Because, like, as he said... Babe, you got a free ride if we make it. But does she? But does she? I
1: I don't know if she does. She or sure maybe about at that? At this point, she. <laughs> you sure about that? She sure about that? I don't know if if she if she does anymore because she clearly is tired of it. I get the impression too that she, he's hitting above his uh his his weight class or whatever they call it. You know, yeah. like she's more of a a babe as you will in the nineties sure. than what he would deserve. Like Trouble if he's babe. really a rocker, I get it. Like yeah, he's gonna get. You know, he might get a hot girlfriend or or, or a really nice girl or whatever. Yeah. At the same time, he doesn't seem like he's that successful. So what is she attracted to? Maybe
0: it's like, know? well, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like Jennifer Aniston. And that's Star. true. That's you true. Know? All the talent is in, walking out of that room. So maybe she sees the untapped potential. The potential?
1: She should not stick case, with him long. She
0: shouldn't be mad that he's loafing on the couch after a hard day of breaking into a record label.
1: Yeah. I mean, he just straight up broke into that place too, which is, which is also funny. Do you think it was an abusive relationship? Because as you go through the movie, they're obviously fighting each other a bit. Like they're yelling at each other, constantly breaking up, getting back together. Like how many times has this happened before? It doesn't seem like the first.
0: You'd say abusive. I mean, physically, I feel like she's probably hit him more than once. Oh,
1: she did in the movie, right? She beat (laughs) him up. She beat the crap out of him.
0: Yeah. So yeah, abusive for him. Sure. I just wonder like if they, when they do get big, like, is he staying with her? You know? Maybe I don't know if this is uh, if this is uh, for keeps. You know,
1: I don't think so. I mean, he says he wrote the song for her, but he really didn't because he wrote song that song before, before he her. even met her. And I don't even know how that song was about her because isn't the song called like Degenerated?
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> is that the song? I thought yeah, it was just another one. unnamed song that he wrote about her.
1: No, I think he was like this song. This was the song because that's why she had the tape.
0: Johnny and, can't read. Johnny can't write. I'm trying to think of the lyrics.
1: Like, what was that song about? The song wasn't about her. It's not like, about her at all. <laughs> so that's you know maybe they're all dumb. Like all the yeah. people are stupid because it's yeah. like how is that song about her at all? Yep. <laughs> like he wrote it for her. Maybe maybe he wrote it for the success. Yeah. Like he dedicated it. This to This one's her. for you.
0: <laughs> that's it's not that. Like it's like when a when a football player plays for grandma. You yeah know, it's Play like a game not really for her, it's like in her honor but even that
1: her. is like more realistic than yeah. he wrote a song that has nothing to do with her it's
0: like <laughs> i wrote a song for you babe <laughs> <laughs> it makes no sense song whatsoever got <laughs> exactly <laughs> but oh, i wrote yeah. it for you so we can have success
1: what what about rex and pip we didn't talk much about them they're brothers it's rex is steve Bashemi, and pip is adam sandler Great you, know, you mentioned Rex is the bassist, and he works at Toys R Us, and Pip is a pool boy, he's, he's cleaning pools. We didn't get much of their backstory, to be honest. You know, they're brothers, and and that's about it.
0: I First of all, Rex, Steve Buscemi has a bassist body, first and foremost. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does. Skinny, you know, 80-pound weakling looking guy like that's a bassist right then and there so <laughs> don't, don't
1: tell that to the to, to the metallica guy here <laughs> <laughs>
0: except for except for uh, what was his name
1: Trujillo, uh, right
0: i liked it i, I love the fact that he worked at a toy store i got i got kb vibes or 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 uh, a toy it, works it vibes said toys over, r us over toys day. r us was yeah. it literally toys r us it said
1: toys r us i, t- I took a screenshot because i thought it was kb i thought it was kb it
0: looked like a kb because kb had those like wild aisles yes. of like chaos yeah. right
1: Toys R Us was more of like a a, a large store, like a big one. But me. more
0: like, uh but more um put together and yeah. more organized.
1: Because KB's in the mall where kids are yeah. coming in, like just throwing yeah. stuff everywhere. That's I was one of those kids.
0: Yeah. KB was like girl section, boys section, go nuts, find whatever yeah. you can because it's all mixed together. Yeah. No, 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 but I I liked him. I liked him. Steve was great in the movie. And Adam Sandler really was a star turning performance. Also, looks like a drummer. Perfectly yes. casted. And also, looks like a pool boy. Great yes. job. Great pool boy job. drummer. Perfect casting. Yeah. May or may not have stooped the uh, SWAT team leader's uh, wife.
1: Yeah. I, liked that, I liked that they sort of alluded to that, which made it really, really funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you got all these guys in this band, and they're just trying to get heard. Got what do they heard. do, man? They got to get their song on the radio so they can get signed.
0: That's a good idea. You know, makes sense.
1: What if the song sucks?
0: What if the song sucks? <laughs> Had they ever thought of that? No. What, they what if they that? don't no
1: get it on the radio? Like, what is his backup plan? Like, what does he have a backup plan?
0: No, there's the backup plan is go back to work at uh, Toys R Us. is the backup plan. I mean, I mean, there is no backup Buscemi, plan. Yeah.
1: He doesn't have a job. Like, Brendan Fraser doesn't have a job.
0: No, he's going to turn to drugs. You know, have to get one. Yeah. So
1: in order to do this, They decide that they're going to sneak into the building, and this sort of turns into this like series of unfortunate events. Mm. Like they didn't go in there thinking that they were going to shoot somebody, right? Like with a fake gun.
0: They didn't plan on it becoming a hostage situation, a terrorist act, if you will. Just kind of just happened. And they were trying
1: to sneak in the back door of this place, right? So they weren't even trying to be violent. They were just trying to walk in and and give the tape to the guy, and they they showed up, and You know, Joe Mantegna is there and he's kind of like, what are you guys doing here? Right.
0: Like, yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing. I don't think it's that big of an ask. Do you? To play the song? To play the song. It's three minutes. They play the same (laughs) 10 songs probably every day. Right. Why not? But, Michael
1: McKean would argue that it is because yeah. he's got the advertisers, and they're going right. to say, "What was that crap that just yeah. played? You yeah, promised right. me you're yeah. going to put my pool ad after Pantera. Yeah, you're going right. to put my yeah, exactly. You can put my insurance yeah. ad, you know, right after you know Zeppelin. Yeah,
0: they're going to turn it off when the Lone Rangers come on. Who is this, what is this crap? <laughs>
1: right? <laughs> no, but I mean it's not that big of a deal. You're right because it's, it's three minutes.
0: But if you do it for one person then all yeah. of a sudden you're going to get every freaking butt rock band in the entire <laughs> LA County out there asking to get their, their, their tapes played, right? But
1: but how would they know that, that they did it for them? Wouldn't they just hear, oh, here's a new song. Here's this song called The Lone Rangers. That's yeah. it, right? Well, did they know well, that they let uh, him
0: play it? Well, well, Joe Montana, he freaking, he put the mic on him before he played it or attempted to play it. So yeah. he kind of outed it as a, as a busted. So well,
1: I, I was curious, like when he turned the mic on, to try to get them get them found out was he doing it because he was scared that he was you know threatened or did he do it because he thought hey man I'm going to like screw the authority and I'm just going to kind of make a scene out of this cuz he seemed kind of checked out for his job or yeah. was it hey this is going to get some ratings like these guys I, seem pretty desperate
0: Yeah I thought he thought they were dumb and thought he could make fun of them I think that's yeah. what his thing was It's like yeah. a Howard
1: Stern situation
0: Yeah yeah like I
1: I, I don't really I don't really know where he was going, but I think that that does make sense because yeah. they did was, come across as yeah. desperate.
0: Yeah. I think he was trying to like, I think he was thinking they were going to say something dumb and he was going to make fun of them.
1: I, I want to yeah. ask you about this just in general, right? Because so they've got this hostage situation. They're in there. And if, you know, if you haven't seen this movie, I, I guess I'm just kind of assuming everybody's seen it. They sneak into the radio station and they're trying to get this tape played. And as things kind of escalate, Fred and Fraser's getting upset they do turn the mic on him. Steve Buscemi has that plastic water gun that looks like an actual Uzi that they stopped selling in 1994. because too,
0: real, too realistic.
1: It looked so realistic. Yeah. And it was it was like a, a large Uzi. Like, Brendan Fraser had the tiny one and <laughs> Buscemi had the giant one. But the thing's like a water gun and they pull it out because he's just an idiot, I guess. Like, yeah. was he planning on pulling this out? What was going no. on with this?
0: I feel like it was a total spur of the moment reaction they did not plan on sticking the joint up it just kind of happened right
1: what crime did they actually commit and maybe we could get into ah. the legality of this whole thing because they start taking hostages and all this stuff and i'm jumping through everything here but i want to talk more about the situation itself so um, from glad a you legal asked. perspective glad you what asked did they do
0: as a as the resident legal expert here at yes. last studios Way, the boys committed uh, a crime of penal code 417.4. <laughs>
1: is that literally it?
0: <laughs> yeah. Which states that every person who, except in self-defense, draws or exhibits an imitation firearm in a threatening manner against another in such a way to cause a reasonable person apprehension or fear of bodily harm is guilty of a misdemeanor. Just a misdemeanor, Drew.
1: So it's a misdemeanor. Yeah. Because it was a water gun? Or because, like, if he had a real gun, would it still be a misdemeanor?
0: No. No, then that's uh, that's the terroristic threats, I believe.
1: So he's brandishing a fake weapon.
0: Yeah. So let me tell you, the examples of these unlawful acts include jumping out from an alley and aiming a BB gun at someone. Right. Pushing a neighbor and pointing an imitation gun at him or her, yelling threatening words at someone, and then waving a replica weapon in his or her face, which is exactly what we have here. A replica, yeah. Yeah. We're looking at a mandatory minimum 30 days and up to six months.
1: <laughs> but what about...
0: In line with what what they got at the end of the movie, but what about
1: hostages? Like, do, if it was a fake gun, so here's where I'm going to debate this because they took hostages with a fake gun. Yes. They threatened the police, right? They were they were with the police officers. They were resisting arrest, like they caused a big situation. Like, does that still fall in, in the category that you said?
0: There might be multiple charges, right? So let me, let me. I just I just googled terroristic threats, right? <laughs>
1: You better be careful what you're Googling there. Uh,
0: Yeah, I know.
1: (laughs) The things we do for the listeners here.
0: A terroristic threat is a threat to commit a crime of violence or a threat to cause bodily injury to another person and terrorization (laughs) as the result of the prescribed conduct. Yes, I believe this falls under the definition of terroristic threats.
1: They held hostage how many people? Like at least six? And then you got Michael Richards climbing around in the air ducts?
0: Uh, Based on uh, criminaldefenselawyer.com, A terroristic threat, depending on that nature, can result into imprisonment up to 400 or more years. I'm sorry, 40 or more years up to 100. Depending, depending.
1: I don't want to belittle like a public defender because obviously they have a (laughs) hard job. But to me, I'm thinking about like, and not even Saul Goodman, but I'm thinking about like the worst lawyer you could possibly get. It's like publicdefender.com. They
0: go there to check the law. Like the like the the public defender from My Cousin Vinny that stutters, <laughs> yeah. like you get that guy,
1: <laughs> like, like he's on the website yeah. trying to figure out what yeah. the law says before he goes to yeah. court. Yep, like that's what I'm thinking about right now.
0: I don't know. I feel like if My Cousin Vinny were set in the 2000s, that he that Steve Buscemi's character, Steve Buscemi's Joe Pesci's character, would have been googling things. <laughs> he was online. Yeah, I get the feeling.
1: Oh, yeah. I, it wouldn't be surprising. Well, I no. mean, because what else did they do, right? So so they did the terroristic threats. They they held the hostages, at least six of them. I don't know if there's charges based on that. They, they fought the police. They antagonized the crowd. They, they destroyed hell, property.
0: They spent a hell of a lot of the police's money. Yeah. Demands, right?
1: I mean, all these random demands, right? So they yeah. could plead insanity. They,
0: they created a disturbance. So I feel like they were hit with the uh, 417.4... For brandishing a, a a fake firearm, and also they got hit with uh, misdemeanor for terroristic threats, which probably tacked on another six months to a year. Yeah. So I I think that they spent about a year in prison.
1: Do you feel? Do you feel that brandishing a fake weapon, the charges that like the literal charges, right, the the actual ones? Yeah. Do you feel like those are harsh enough? Because like I get it, it's no. not a real gun. But You
0: could make people do some really messed up stuff if yeah. <laughs> they think their their lives are in danger. And then you, by the end of it, you say, oh, just kidding, and shoot him with, with hot sauce. Hot sauce. It's so what, not right.
1: What about, you know, another movie that we didn't do, but we should probably do this movie at some point, The Chase with Charlie Sheen? Doesn't oh, yes. he hold up the... the He he takes, was it Christy Swanson with like a Butterfinger? Is that a brandishing a fake weapon too? Does really that remember. count? Yeah, I don't even remember. He, he holds like a Butterfinger behind their back and like... It's supposed uh, to be a fake know, gun. I, yeah, I
0: remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a That, I don't bar. know, that's less because it's a candy bar. It's like, but if-, if you see the gun and it looks real and you get someone to, to do God knows yeah. what, then yeah, that you deserve, yeah, for sure.
1: D- does Sheep Buscemi use the hot sauce out of that gun? Like <laughs>
0: <laughs> He did shoot Michael McKeon with it, he did.
1: Yeah, he did, he did.
0: So tack another two weeks onto your prison sentence because of that.
1: So, so right. what if they had a real gun? So if they had a real gun and they did this and it was unloaded, does it still count? Like, does it still have the same problem?
0: I feel like it's still a deadly weapon, even if there's no ammo in it. I feel like yeah. you still get charged because it's a real firearm. My question is, what? how does this movie change if they did use real weapons, right?
1: It would have got dark really fast, I think. Or, or, or no, no, uh,
0: I, I, let me rephrase. So they used the squirt guns, but you know how... Kramer got the got the real gun from the SWAT guy. Yeah. And then he dropped it. Like an MP5, it. I think, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he dropped it. And then they actually they were holding a real gun for a little bit there at the end of the movie.
1: Yeah. that Yeah. Why didn't that count?
0: That should count. But, eh, well, you know, it's the police's fault. But yeah, they gave it to him. What if they accidentally killed one person? Yeah. Total accident. Didn't mean to do it. They shot David Arquette in the face.
1: <laughs> He's out of the movie like you wanted.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Does that change their like status as not only like obviously it changes the jail sentence, but does it change their record contract?
1: Maybe I think it becomes certain certain record companies aren't going to touch them, but maybe others would out yeah. of the infamy of it, pure the pure infamy. Like I don't know if if Jimmy Wings gonna sign them or maybe he wants to because he's like a ruthless businessman regardless.
0: Yeah. I just, I just wonder, like, if it's like the kind of like the kind of thing where it's like, oh, you know, what what could have been with these people, or if it would have been, oh yeah, you know, they accidentally killed a guy. They they said it was an accident. They they, they spent five years in jail, and uh, now they're coming out with a hot new single. Like, would they be accepted? I mean, or would it, they be shunned?
1: Depends on how good the music is. I think. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> Are you Michael Jackson? Are you R. Kelly? Yeah. Or, I mean, they're competing not? with that. Yeah. yeah.
1: How popular would this whole radio station be during this whole situation? Because they're broadcasting live. I mean, if you watch this, they were taking every song that they wanted. And, you know, I don't know why Michael McKean just doesn't have one burned CD with like 10 songs on it. Because at that time, like that's all they're going (laughs) to play. But they've got racks and racks and rooms of, of CDs, right? Yeah, And all these different albums. And they're out there picking different songs to play, asking them, hey, put this on, put that on. So they were sort of like, Living the dream, running their own radio station for a hot minute. Yeah. Like how popular would this thing be?
0: I mean, I would have gone out there It sound like a party, man, right?
1: It's like the OJ Chase. Yeah. It's like the equivalent, yeah. like they're listening on the radio. I mean, this this would have been this would have been massive at the time, right?
0: Oh yeah. This would have been a thing. It would have been on TV, obviously. I would have been glued to it for sure. And Michael
1: McKean was out there making business deals for 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 advertising space <laughs> while he was a hostage right yeah. and these people believed it was a real gun cuz why wouldn't they
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they were held held up so they were just abiding by every situation and every term that these guys wanted they they were trying to get this tape played
0: it's just it's just kind of funny how like the crowd was like totally into it and wanting to get closer to the building like would you would you go closer to a building that you know had armed assailants in them no i no not. these people were so sure that they were not going to get shot it's like and, and, I don't know about that.
1: And let's be serious, right? We talk about policing and, and, and bad policing in a lot of the a lot of the episodes. I'm not gonna gonna dump on Winston Zedmore here, but <laughs> maybe you. maybe he needed to do his job a little bit better because you eh. shouldn't have people that close. I, like that would be a situation. There'd be helicopters everywhere. Like, what's going so on with that?
0: They did have the 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 yellow tape. Is the they tape did, not good they enough? Put, they put it or too was close. It, was it too close? you gotta, you gotta back that perimeter up. You back it's way too close. Up. Yep. That's Chris Farley's fault, not not Winston well, fault. He was out the looking one, for the girl. He was the one with the tape. He, he's the one that made the perimeter. No, but I think Winston did a good job, you know? Of uh He didn't threaten of, him. Handling the hostage situation.
1: And the hostility of it too, really, yes. right? Because yes. you had the other SWAT guys coming in trying to just wreck the wreck the place.
0: I think he knew within the first thirty seconds of talking to Chaz that he knew he had a weak mind and he was on the other line. Amateur? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, the whole thing is about them getting this demo played. So they roll up with this reel-to-reel, and he brings in, like, the master copy, right? It's like yeah. a literal tape, like, like tape it's a film. on a reel. It's like a film. Yeah. And, well, it also looks like a
0: little film canister.
1: Yeah, and they don't have... I think it was, like, the master of their whole demo, and they yeah. don't even have the equipment to play. Joe Mantegna is like, what the hell are you talking about? I can't play this crap. So even if they <laughs> wanted to play it, which he tried to, they couldn't play it. Yeah. So they needed to get a cassette. And this whole thing is, like this is the conflict of the whole movie, right? Like I'm kind of putting it into a nutshell, but he's got to find the, the other tape, right? And, and his girlfriend had it. She threw it out the car, dog peed on it or something. (laughs) And they're just trying to get this other tape to be played. But so if they had this real player, not the cassette and they would have played it, like would the movie have just ended there? Like what would have happened?
0: There would have been no, hostage situation? I feel like, I don't know. Do you think they would have gotten signed? Had the, the song just been heard? Without the fanfare.
1: But I mean, I think the thing is, you're hoping that someone's actually listening in the three minutes that it was played yeah. too, because I don't think that there, and maybe I'm wrong, but in 90, 94, whenever this was, right? I, don't, I doubt that there was some record executive that sat there and listened to every minute of the radio because they're going to be hearing the same five songs over and over well, and over.
0: here's the thing. It's played one time. Right, and it was made, I don't know, what did, What do you say? It was like 4 o'clock in the afternoon?
1: Yeah, it was, it was in the afternoon. It was light take. out.
0: I guess the way these things work is you play it if enough people like they, it enough to call into the radio station play that song and again. request it. Because in 94, it's not like you could just find the song on the internet or go out That's to the true. store and buy it. If it's a brand new song, you want to hear it on the radio again. So you have to call the radio station and say, "Hey, play that Lone Ranger song again. What was that new song you played earlier?" That that's was hot. true. So that's the thing. It's that's where the word of mouth spreads into it getting played more if on that initial play, the people that did hear it call in because they want to hear it again. I
1: I still think that they were making a mistake by not playing like basement house shows and stuff like that because Yeah such a long shot to get this thing played on the radio and for enough people to listen to it, like, build your fandom and your following the other way. Maybe they were and they didn't show it.
0: I don't know, because, like, if they were that good, but maybe they're delusional. The whole Maybe the whole point of the movie is they're, you know, they are airheads, you know? No, they oh, are, Part right? of the play on words. And maybe they aren't that good, and maybe they got the record deal and the live in prison album went triple platinum, as the thing said at the end of the movie, because of the incident, right? Oh.
1: I and I think that's what they imply, right? I think that's what they maybe imply. Maybe They're just not
0: that good. I mean, the song's kind of good, I mean, musically. But you know, maybe maybe their their fame is a product of their stick up and not so much the music.
1: Could could this plan exist today? Like wh- wh- is this even possible? No. I, I think the answer is no, right? No, like, because what's the radio? Tell me why.
0: What's the radio? What what is the what is the radio Drew? You got you know, you got streaming you know, you can't stick up Spotify, <laughs> can you? <laughs> well, maybe you can. I don't know.
1: Go there, you're
0: right. yeah. You lo- upload anything you want onto YouTube. You know, so they let you us can put get this your shit out to. there. Yeah, you can get your shit out there. Whether or not people listen to it is another story. Yeah, like we have a platform. You know that. You know, nobody would have heard our voices twenty years ago. We'd have to go to a radio station. Yeah, we'd have to go get a radio job, and we'd be. <laughs> Doing talk radio at 2 in the morning to get her feet wet. Yeah, as far as, like, satellite radio, Sirius XM, stuff like that, the Lone Rangers would have an easier job maybe getting it on one of those stations just because the genres are more segmented. So it's not so much national radio station or something that just plays the hits. Like, they might be able to get into... Like Octane? Octane, yeah, who plays some new metal or, you know... There's, you know, a harder metal station, things like that. So
1: Do you do you have Sirius XM?
0: I don't. I you know, I only get it when my car offers it to me for a free trial, which I've had a few well, imagining times. Imagine your car being like <laughs> yeah. way.
1: Here's yeah. the trial. Your car's <laughs> offering it to you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, but like it's great when I have it, but like the second they ask me to pay a dime for it, I it's over. And like I, no, I'll I'm be on, honest. No, I'll
1: I don't know. I've never really been a radio guy. Like I listened to the radio back when there was nothing else, but the second, like I had my own CDs and the second I was able to kind of play in my own car, like I never really, like I listened to it, but not really regularly. So for me, I was always like making my own CDs. I was making my own mixes for whatever, because I just wanted to listen to what I wanted to. And, and then even when Sirius came out, like it was cool But I didn't want to pay for it. I don't know. And then when I finally had, you know, Spotify or whatever, that changed the game for me because you could make custom, like Pandora, I guess, was really the beginning of it because you could Mm -hmm. listen to the custom radio stations and stuff like that. And I love that. Like when I was at work, I would just listen to that. But I never, I don't know, it's just, it's like TV, right? I don't like ads. They drive me insane. And if I have to listen to, you know, five minutes of the same song over and over and then... 25 minutes of stupid ads for like plumbing and other random crap like yeah. i just can't stand. there's a it. lot
0: of dead time in there that you could be further entertained while you're stuck in yeah car.
1: i mean yeah. i hate to be that that curmudgeon here but i just can't stand it uh, yeah. and I listen to talk, like, I would listen to more of the talk radio, like sports talk or something like that, or even, mm-hmm. you know, and then, and then when podcasts came around, like, forget it. That's what I listen yeah. to pretty much. Right. Yeah. That's, I mean,
0: all, all of you people listening right now, you, you definitely don't listen to the radio anymore because you're too busy listening to the last row podcast. Yeah, exactly. So not only our new episodes, but then you're going to go immediately back and listen to our backlog.
1: I mean, and I and I have nothing against the radio. Just for me personally, no. I don't really listen to it. I don't know. Yeah. Like I know it's it's popular. I mean, you it's mentioned still,
0: yeah, it's still popular enough for sure. But like, I think, and especially age might play a factor in it, where a large portion of people under thirty, for more so than over thirty, um, are probably strictly you know they hop in their car and they go straight on the Bluetooth and play whatever and don't even think about plugging into fm am or xm serious
1: i mean i used to have the cd book i still have one sitting right over there right like you pop the pop the discs in
0: when when my car got busted into like back in the early 2000s and they stole not only my stereo but my cd book that was like the biggest loss of my life
1: that's like stealing your life man they stole
0: and they were like a lot of it were burned cds and mixes and stuff like that where it's like oh man, like just, just steal my life. Why don't
1: you? Yeah. You took the time. And yeah. and even if you did buy them, right? Like I used to buy CDs at, at well, yeah. Best They're, Buy. I'd buy yeah. them online and stuff. I yeah. remember, you know, buying them online, but you buy them at Best Buy and, and they were not cheap, right? Like when they went sure. down to 10 bucks, that was oh, great. Yeah. But when they were like 20, 25 bucks, like you were pretty, you had to do BMG music groups so you could get yeah. the, the mail aways, you know, so you can get yeah. the, the cheap ones.
0: Best Buy was always cheaper for some reason than everyone else, though. That's they were always that's on the where cutting edge of price. You, you could get a, you know, when CDs were still the main thing, you can get them for like twelve ninety nine. Yeah. And then they, and then when they jumped to ten, it was almost like the CD was almost obsolete. Still to this day, it hurts me that they stole my book. Yeah. <laughs> I had a Bangin' Cash Money Records mix. Let me tell you the hits. They couldn't have made a greatest hits album better than the Bangin' Cash Money Records mix album that I had.
1: I, I'm pretty sure in my CD book right, right there, shout out to, to, to friend Julio. He, I'm pretty sure I have Julio's bang <laughs> and mix and in one of those, in one of those yeah. books with like, I don't even know what's on it. I have no yeah. idea what's on it, but I, I remember putting out it's, the labels and stuff.
0: Yeah. It's the musical equivalent of better jams. Oh three. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure yellow cards on it and newfound glory and freaking starting line. I'm sure they're all on there. Right.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Speaking of like the music, right. So, In the 90s at the time, there was no Spotify, there was no Sirius, there was no XM and all this crap, right? So the Mm -hmm. record contract was a big deal. So we talked a little about about Joe Montaigne, and we talked a little bit about Michael McKean, the station manager. We didn't talk about Jimmy Wing. We mentioned him. He's the record exec, played by Judd Nelson, Mm -hmm. and he's like this bigwig guy that they're trying to get a record deal from. Is a record executive today, is that like a legit job anymore? Or is it more like a, like a formality, you know, for like the super big stars? Because at the time I felt like they made the stars Mm -hmm. now, like with the internet and what you're talking about, right? Like you could just put something on, on YouTube and you blow up like post Malone, all these other things that just kind of blew up. Like what is, what is the role of the record executive these days? Like a Jimmy wing.
0: I don't know, man. I feel like it's less, or it's like it's got the, the the position had to be has to be morphed into something else, right? Yeah. Just because of the, excuse me, up. Uh, just because of the, you know, the discovery of the act is such a different thing anymore. But I don't know. Maybe is it is do you do you go into work every day if you're Jimmy Wing in 2021 and just like scour the internet? Like, what do you even do? I don't to even, like find another find someone to sign.
1: I don't even know. I mean, I guess there's probably talent scouts. I mean, he didn't have to go very far for these guys. So the they were all over the news as this hostage situation was unfolding. He saw that they were having some crimes here. Mm-hmm. They, were, they got him, Michael McKean got him to the station, and they were drawing up a contract because he wanted to capitalize on the fact that all this crap was happening. So he drew up this record contract for them, and they were going to sign it would you have signed this thing? Like what, and would they really be popular? Like, is this, is this a good PR move for Jimmy Wing to go sign these guys? Like, obviously it's popular, but they're criminals at this point. Like, wouldn't they get a lot of crap for doing this?
0: It depends on, like, what type of label you are, right? So if you're, like, uh, I don't know, thinking of those record labels of the 90s, like Virgin. Yeah. Or, jeez, uh, I can't even think. Like, for example, if you're Death Row Records. Yeah. It's not a big deal. <laughs> or if you're like, I remember like Interscope being yeah. like the, you know, kind of like the bad boy pod, like not bad boy records, but like kind of like the outcast yeah. or cutting edge label. Maybe that maybe it was an Interscope kind of thing rather than like one of the big uh, play it safe kind of guys, you know. The
1: odd thing about this whole situation is that Jimmy Wing is willing to sign these guys to a deal, a pretty big one. I mean, we didn't see the financials. Before he's even heard them play
0: mm-hmm. Do you think that's a good idea? Chaz in the movie was like adamantly against this But I think he's kind of a freaking idiot for thinking yeah. that Like I feel like you take the deal and then you play your songs At, at this point, chicken or egg, it doesn't matter yeah. which one comes first Like, He had like this, I don't know, morality thing I guess to where he wanted to be signed for the right reasons, but yeah, that they went they out the door the him. second the second they busted Uzis out. That, that went <laughs> out the door. So I mean, what would you have signed the deal? so kind of delusional. Yeah, I would have signed the deal, of course. I mean, the interesting thing is like Jimmy Wing,
1: like I don't even know. And he wanted so the whole the whole premise of this is that they were gonna have this deal, Michael McKean's gonna be their manager, he's gonna he's gonna check the deal for them, and then they're gonna play like the whole thing here, but they were gonna play a live show for this crazy crowd before they, they knew they were going to get arrested. And Jimmy Wing's whole thing was, if you sign with us, we'll get you off. We got really good lawyers. We'll make sure you yeah. don't go to jail. How realistic they, is that?
0: Well, they Googled Penal code 417.4, yeah, so they knew. Defensecriminal.com. It wasn't a big deal. It was not a big deal. <laughs>
1: he knew <laughs> at the time. Yeah. So, But if you're Jimmy Wing, and obviously we knew what he, what he does, right? He tells them that they're going to play off of a, of a track. They're going to lip sync because they want to film yeah. some video and, and capitalize on this. But... Is it a good idea for Brendan Fraser to even try to play a live show? Is he even ready? No,
0: no. I mean, this is just movies, just them with a series of bad decisions, one after another. And the fact that they wanted to play live after not practicing and after the adrenaline of holding a place hostage for like, what was it? Maybe eight, ten hours? Who the hell knows? Yeah, it was all night at least. There's no way they are going to have a good show if they play those instruments live. So... As much of a scumbag as Jimmy Wing is and how big of a suit Jimmy Wing has on and the size of his soul patch does not matter in this case. He is right to have them lip sing the song.
1: How big of a suit he is and has on. Yes.
0: <laughs> that suit Billy was Walsh.
1: huge. <laughs> it was like, you know, you talk about double breasted. That thing was like yeah. quadruple breasted. Quadruple
0: breasted suit, let me tell you.
1: So would wow. you, you think they would have failed miserably if they try to play this yeah. show? Yeah. Yeah, and the, the, the I the pressure, pressure like, would have been too much. And,
0: and Mr. Wing knew he knew that. He like, knew? Listen, we can't we can't screw this up. We got to get them into that jail with people wanting more.
1: Do you think there was other labels here waiting for them? You had the fake out with Egon Spangler trying to sign them as really a cop. <laughs> yeah w- would 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 other labels have been lined up ready to sign these guys? I feel like really the situation.
0: I feel like there would have been some competition to sign them one uh, when they got to prison. I really do. And we don't know. We don't know for sure if they even uh, signed with Jimmy Wing or not, when it was no, all said and done.
1: Because he, he said that if they played the actual show, he wasn't going to let them be part of the deal, right? That yeah. was the whole situation, right? He said, yeah. if, you, if you don't lip sync this, you're done. And yeah, they, they basically refused threw off. Yeah, they
0: threw the instruments down and beat up the stage and all that. But maybe he saw, like, you know what? This is great.
1: So they still never played a show, as far as we're concerned, right? It's all tape. I mean, they could be Milli Vanilli for
0: all we know. Well, and then until the prison set, until all. the
1: prison scene, yeah. right? And, yeah. and that's it, right? But yeah. so they they break all their instruments, and that's about it. And they go to jail, and they're the, the movie sort of ends with them playing this this prison show. With I got the impression Joe Montana, who's the VJ, right? Yeah, I, I or DJ. I got the impression he was their manager.
0: Yeah, well he knew the radio gig was gone because they went easy listening, so he needed something to do. Um he kinda got Stockholm syndrome in the middle of that, so he, he became you know, he grew fond of the boys. Uh I mean, does he have the chops to be manager? I mean, why not, I guess.
1: They they needed Michael McKean for the savvy business uh Yeah business acumen he knew what he was doing
0: love or hate the ponytail the guy knows business that
1: that was a great ponytail by the way the short ponytail is underrated the tiny ponytail the tiny ponytail ponytail ponytail. (laughs) is an underrated ponytail (laughs) you
0: could tell because it was so small he wasn't evil he was not evil yeah and it wasn't wet either he was just kind of a scumbag it
1: wasn't even. Yeah, the yeah. short ponytail that's yeah. not wet is scumbag ponytail, yeah. right? right? Like yeah. record executive yeah. slash whatever. I'm surprised yeah. Jimmy Wing didn't have one.
0: Wing should have ponytail, but he had slick back.
1: He was slick. Back. He was a piece of shit. Yeah, he was. A, <laughs> no. he, he didn't used to be. He was. <laughs> yeah,
0: he was. And it was slick
1: back. Yeah, I think that's not slick back. Not yeah.
0: pushback. It
1: was, it slick was back. absolutely slick back. He probably yeah. had sloppy steaks too. Oh you know? yeah,
0: sloppy steaks for sure. <laughs> it's
1: exactly. I can see him. I can see him having them. So, but but it, then the movie ends, and they and they you know there's a a voiceover or, or sorry text over that yeah. says that they serve three months for kidnapping, theft, and assault with hot pepper sauce. And mm-hmm. their album Live in Prison, as you mentioned earlier, went triple platinum.
0: Yeah. I mean, so we talked about this before. I mean, I forgot about kidnapping. I kind of lumped that in with terroristic threats. You know. <laughs> oh, and theft. They stole. They stole the the concert tickets. That counts. That That's totally true. counts. They yeah. stole like hundreds yeah. of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Um, so we glossed. We we didn't talk about this at all. But along with I, I I've said this before in other other shows. I love the end of movie like text. Yeah, saying what happened in the future to the people in the movie. I love that. But and I also loved in the beginning the title sequence. You don't you don't get a good title sequence yeah, anymore. The other montage. than if you go to a James no, when you go to a James Bond movie. That's the only other time you get a good title opening. sequence I'm a good.
1: Anymore. I'm a huge fan of the title sequence. Yeah.
0: This was a great opening title sequence and and a great final text crawl. So that's right there. That makes this a successful movie.
1: Do you think this band would have stayed popular or is this going to be like a passing trend? Like like grunge is is big at this time, right? They're in it's, prison doing this true. music.
0: Is What's going to happen? Is it out of line to say that G-Generated is a one-hit wonder?
1: Oh, no, it's absolutely a one-hit wonder. Yeah, because it it's is. a one-hit
0: wonder. They need to, they don't, uh, doesn't seem like a staying power kind of band for me.
1: Triple Platinum seems like yeah. a stretch to me.
0: I think a, a band with a major one hit can be multi-platinum. Like, think about how many records Jamiroquai sold. That's true. You know, I could Google that right now. I'm not going to, but I bet it went triple platinum.
1: <laughs> That's true. I don't, did. Feel like,
0: I don't feel like spelling Jamiroquai. But <laughs> I bet that album went triple platinum. It probably did. Yeah. And he had one song.
1: We We had been talking about doing this movie for a long time. And I know we were sort of all over the place with it. The plot doesn't really matter. It's sort of the hypotheticals, but does it hold up to when you saw it? Because I I saw this a lot a long time ago and it's been quite a while since I've watched this. Did it hold up to you when you you saw it this time?
0: Oh, yeah. So this this was definitely an HBO movie back in the day. I may have seen this movie a dozen times. Yeah. But having seen it now for the first time in maybe 20 years, who the hell knows? Yeah, totally. I totally enjoyed it. Would watch again.
1: Did anything, was anything different to you? Because there's one thing that was different to me. Like- did it did it ring the same way you remembered it?
0: Did it play differently? Yeah, yeah no, yeah. I kind of, because I've seen it so so much. Yeah, I, no surprises to me.
1: The big thing that stood out to me, and I, I forgot, I sort of forgot, because it's been a really long time since I've watched it. I kind of forgot how they got into the radio station. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of dumb because that's the whole point of the movie. <laughs> but I kind of forgot. I For some reason, I thought they went in with the guns, like thinking that they were going to do something. It's mm. been a really long nope. time. Yeah, it was and completely
0: I, by accident. It yeah. made
1: it even better for me watching it this time. like just thinking that it was a complete, it was no. a complete unintentional situation, which which was great.
0: Yeah, I mean, we don't talk about, hey, this scene, hey, that scene. But like one of the scenes for the, that made this movie for me and just how stupid they were was when Bishemi asked uh, Sandler for his bank card so he can get into the building and ask him to put his code in, like that was ever going to work. Yeah. And then after that, he tries to spit soda yeah. on it to short yeah. circuit
1: the, 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 the controls, which is, which is hilarious. Yeah. But I thought it was funny. The movie was very subtly funny and, yeah. I, and I, I thought it was really well done and the cast was great to me too. Yeah. So I, I think they cast it really well.
0: Oh yeah. L- lots of star power. Lots of star power. SNL left over, over the place and all that good stuff.
1: Well, we'll have to see if we, if we get signed after this, if, if you're looking for us to send us a contract, you can send us an email at well, then, the La- the last row podcast at gmail.com. They must Write have heard in. one
0: of our other episodes, not this one. Don't yeah, exactly. Don't listen to this one actually.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right in, leave a leave an episode, leave a comment on the episodes page thelastroadpodcast.com. Tweet at us at the last Road pod, Instagram at the last Road pod. If you're enjoying the show, please leave a, a five star review or consider leaving a five star review on Apple Podcast and PodChaser. And if you are not going to unsubscribe. We'll be back in two weeks. <laughs> There's October 28th. I we haven't picked a movie yet, but I think we're going to Halloween. That's the no, theme.
0: Not not the movie Halloween. A Halloween theme. Yeah.
1: Halloween themed movie.
0: Scary movie. Not the movie scary movie, but a scary movie.
1: Yeah, something that's creepy
0: or something creepy crawly. Exactly. A thriller. We'll, uh, maybe an erotic thriller. Who knows? We
1: will <laughs> we'll put it out on on the on the social medias. And on that note, we'll see you guys in two weeks.
0: See ya! See ya!
1: So, Michael McKean was really upset about that couch. Do you think that there was any stains on that couch?
0: <laughs> if there was one stain on that couch, sure oh yeah. Do
1: you, ever, do you ever put your naked butt on a, on a leather couch? I don't <laughs> think it feels very comfortable, let me tell you.
0: Yeah. I don't think I have. Uh, I, don't like, think I, I, don't, have. I don't think I have. don't you, you tell wanna... me more?
1: do you tell me more about yours? Guys. I don't want to... <laughs> You don't want to put like your like even you just wearing shorts and having your legs on the leather. Yeah. Like you just I start agree. To, like it's not comfortable whatsoever. No. No. You want your bare ass cheeks on the leather? No. And what about, you know, a bunch of balls? Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: This is I don't think this is going well.
1: No, I think it's it's going pretty bad actually. I think. <laughs>